Hi, welcome back. This is Tara and EJ Kerwin Hello. from He Said, She Said Couples Counseling. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, welcome to our podcast. And we have a, we have a little change. We're going to begin uh, with telling you. What, you want to do that, Tara? It's third time is a charm. It's the third time we've changed our podcast name, but we're trying to make things very consistent with the programs that we offer here and the type of work we do. So as of January 2021, final change, our podcast name will be called Relationship, Relationship Renovation. Renovation. Relationship Renovation. R&R. Yeah. It's not rest and relaxation, but it is after Relationship <laughs> yeah. Renovation. Yeah. So Relationship Renovation is the name of our podcast now. It also fits in with a lot of stuff we're doing. One is that our program here that we work with couples, it's a 12-week program, yeah, that's is our Relationship Renovation. successful program. Yeah. That's what we developed about five years ago, and it's just been amazing. It's our 12-week program for couples that therapists utilize the structure, and again, it's awesome. And also... Uh, what we're excited about is in February, right around Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, we'll be coming out with a online, like a, a home program. Relationship renovation at home. We're super excited. Yeah, we're going to put that together. There's going to be video components. There's going to be worksheets that you can do. Just a lot of activities to connect, feel more connected with your partner, learn healthy intimacy skills, healthy communication skills. Overall, just to really build a healthy, solid foundation, aka relationship renovation at home. So at we'll, home. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you more about that in the podcast to come. But you know, we we like to begin to talk to you about our first. Oh, do we say Happy uh, New Year? Happy twenty twenty one. Well, uh, if we didn't, here we go again. Here we Happy twenty twenty one. Yeah, but so we want to introduce our topic today being our best selves I love, together. I love this one. It's yeah. going to be so good. I yeah. mean, I love all of the ones we do, but I really, really, really like this one. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a big part of the work we do in person here with couples is kind of getting them to buy into this idea that one of the healthiest things that you can do for your relationship is that you both get really invested in your own and each other's personal growth. Yeah. So we're going to kind of talk about what does it mean being our best selves together and what it can look like when we are not. Yeah. I mean, you know, one really interesting thing is that we, we don't, you know, we talk to couples a lot about this, that we don't get just how complex this whole thing of long-term relationship no, is we until we're deep, deep into it. And, and, you know, one of the, the things that's, that we don't realize and we don't think about when we commit to long-term relationship is that, that really, as as humans, we are developing throughout our lifespan. And we are signing up to do that together. Yeah, we're doing it together. And that means a lot. I mean, there are a lot of shifts that we go through throughout our life. A lot of transitions, a lot of stressors, ups and downs. Yeah, and, and also inherent in this idea is you know, in, in being a human is like, you know, I think it's Maslow or somebody who talks about self-actualization as sort of like, you know, which is basically becoming your best self. Aww. Yeah. Is, is, <laughs> is, is one of our sort of goals as, as humans in some ways, whether we're tuned into it or not. Um, it certainly helps us enjoy our life more if we are evolving, if we are getting getting kind of better as a person. Absolutely. So, I mean, kind of the first thing we want to talk about is what impacts our ability to be our best selves together. 
right? Yeah. What impacts that ability? And I mean, there's many things we obviously can't go over too many because we try to keep our podcast short, but I could go on for hours and hours, but we're going to kind of go over a few. Yeah. And, and some of these are, you know, they're definitely they affect, you know, kind of this commitment to helping each other become our best selves. But they're also just the general obstacles that sometimes kind of just mess with us when we're in relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is a, is a huge thing that we see when couples come in oftentimes is they have become each other's adversaries. adversaries. Yeah. Instead of each other's allies. What do you, what do you think about that T? I mean, we, you know, the partner we pick triggers our deepest suffering. And if we don't know how to navigate that, which most of us don't, we kind of start to see our partner as like this person making us feel really uncomfortable and putting us in all these difficult moments. And oh my gosh, like I didn't even think that this was supposed to happen. And so that's kind of how I see it. We kind of start seeing each other as the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. That thing that Tara just said right there is that we trigger each other's deepest area of suffering is, is huge. And couples are are like almost like amazed when we get to our place in our program and we talk about this. And I mean, basically what happens is, you know, we have negative beliefs sometimes that we grow up with, you know, maybe, maybe we felt like very criticized as a young person. Yeah. We started forming them early on. Yeah. And then early in our relationship, it's just so awesome. And there's that high and there's that massive attraction and the person just makes us feel great. And then And you fall into these patterns and you go closer to one another. And then our stuff in the basement, I like to call it, starts to show up and we get triggered. And it's really, yes, some things are about our partner, but a lot of it is some unprocessed stuff, very unconscious that we don't even know that we hold from childhood because of our parents, because of being bullied, because of many, many things. Then all of a sudden that thing that happens when you were a kid and you were in other relationships Mm -hmm. happens again in your relationship. And suddenly Tara makes me feel like, like I'm not enough or I feel criticized. And I'm just like, how dare you? You were supposed to be the one person that didn't do this to me. Yeah. So, so kind of being stuck in that place is not healthy and it allows, it gets people stuck. It gets couples stuck. It gets family stuck. And most importantly, it gets individuals stuck, right? Yes. So if you think you're, partner is your adversary and isn't on your side, it's going to be pretty darn hard for you guys to be, you know, in it together of becoming your best selves. Exactly. Um, One of the second things is, oh, and I'm sure so many people can relate. Like once we are together and we have kids or even if we don't have kids, but we have nine to five jobs or whatever it is, we fall into a pattern of complacency. Absolutely. You know, you just kind of get stuck in like, you know, I'm just getting by, you know, especially autopilot. Yeah. Especially this year. That's been like a lot of like survival. 2020. Yeah. 20. Yeah, exactly. I guess last year, you know, is, um, you know, just getting by. And so you don't even think about like, okay, am I improving or are we improving? But it's just like you're surviving. White knuckling it, yeah. Yeah, and you're making your way through. And that's just not good. It's not good for you as an individual. It's it's definitely not good for your relationship. No, and what that kind of, I'm going to kind of go into the next one because it piggybacks. But <clears throat> when we're kind of stuck in that way, and especially, again, I'm kind of talking more about the pandemic happened in 2020, we sometimes choose uh, negative coping skills. You know, alcohol sales are up, nicotine sales are up, marijuana, poor eating habits, like you name it. And people at an individual level, 
start to not feel so good about themselves. They're not as productive, as energetic. Uh, They feel bad about themselves. It leads into poor body image, poor self-esteem. And if you don't feel good about yourself, uh, taking any kind of feedback from your partner, you know, even thinking about like, uh, like, like, can I, can I really get better? Can I get in better shape? Yeah. Can I? Well, if, yeah. If you don't feel empowered for yourself, how in the world do you feel empowered around your relationship? Yeah. So, and then, you know, that feeds into the, I mean, this is like such the overarching theme that most couples come in to talk about is like, if you just are having a hard time communicating with your partner, you know, if it just feels like you're tripping over obstacles every time you guys open your mouth, yeah. you know, how do you support each other in in growing? Absolutely. I mean, and there's, again, we're, there is so much stress happening in our world, in our own individual lives, of financial, economical, family, work, and it really erodes that feeling of like, oh yeah, like I do want to like work on being my best self. And like, we're just trying to like manage daily life right now. Like I don't have time to like meditate, read a book, go on a five mile run. Like that's just not in the cards. Yeah. Well that now here though, this kind of circling back to the, the, what we're talking about today is that's where our partner comes in. Hopefully. Yes. You know, is that there's, there's somebody there to, to kind of give you a, a, a helpful, loving nudge of like, Hey, Let's pay attention. And so. Yes, because the hope is that both people in the partnership aren't in that place of, I guess, stuckness. Yeah. That maybe that there's one person like, oh, like this just doesn't feel good anymore. Like, how can it possibly be different? Because I'm sick of this. Yeah, that's. It doesn't feel good anymore. Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, Tara, isn't that like the great thing about being in relationship? You know, it's it's what is in a lot of vows when people get married is like, you know, we're going to be there for each other. We're going to pick each other up when when one falls down. We're going to, yeah. we're going to walk through the dark times together. So, okay. So how do we, this being our best selves together, how do we buy into this as a concept, right? It's a good concept. It's a good concept. (laughs) I mean, like anything, I think that it's important to realize that our relationship on some level is a contract, you know, that that we make with our, with our partner. Yes. And, and there's many bylines in, you know, in that contract. And even if you haven't discussed this before, or maybe you discussed it a long time ago and haven't talked about in a while, is really coming back to like one of our agreements together Together, it takes two. It takes two. And I know this is a big part of our relationship is like we want to help each other develop. Absolutely. To be whatever version of me that feels really good. I've had a version of a really awesome Tara for 25 years. I'm still working on it. Yeah. And and likewise. And I want want to be the guy who helps Tara, you know, get to that place. And I'm, I'm not always great at it. And sometimes I trip and mess up. But if we can come together and we can recommit to that agreement, or if you can sit down with your partner and be like, hey, this actually sounds like something that's great. Let's let's make this a part of our life now that, that we're going to help each other be our best selves. Yes. And I would say one 
big challenge, right? Because I've been trying to do this for 25 years. It's like the intentions are there. Like, oh, I would really love to read more. I really want to meditate more. I really want to start horseback riding lessons. The action is not quite there. And so really like the reason why we did this podcast today is because EJ and I are like, okay, like let's just do this. After this 2020, we're entering a new world, a new place. 2021, we want it to be like everything we can make it to be our, you know, our best relationship, our best family. And so we're kind of holding ourselves accountable to this podcast too, because for me, one of the things that I want to do to be my best self is I'm kind of going to stop medicating with alcohol on the weekends. Like usually on Fridays or Saturdays, I'm like, oh, I just want to go home and have some wine and just freaking get a total head shift change. Well, then guess what? Even after like two glasses, I am like not my best self the next morning. I want to sleep in. I kind of just want to stay and watch Netflix. I'm like, you know what? That's not helping me. So I've decided right now in this moment on Friday nights when I get home, I'm going to do something different. We're going to go for a walk with our family. We're going to maybe play Scrabble, maybe watch some 80s movies, which are my (laughs) favorite. But I just know for me at an individual level, like when I come home on the weekends and kind of, you know, indulge in some wine, lots of cheese, it just does not make me feel my best self. So that is something I am choosing to do. And then I also kind of talked with EJ about as a couple, we want to read more books together and talk about them because we're so used to just like coming home from work after a long day and just kind of numbing out to Netflix. And I'm like, oh, there's so much information in this world right now and so many things that we don't know. And we've been saying, oh, we want to read for the length of our relationship, 10 plus years, we've maybe tried to get through one book together. So we're going to make it happen this year. And one more thing for our family, being way more present, less screen on Sundays, more family games, just trying to show up. Cause that to me feels like, wow, I'm showing up. I'm being present. I'm working on my own body image around like feeling healthier, going to exercise four times a week, trying to eat as healthy as I can. You're doing I, a lot, girl. You got I, a lot going on. I know. <laughs> whatever. All or nothing. That's me. <laughs> so, I mean, what, so what Tara's talking about there is, you know, in this whole breakdown of, of, of how do you guys approach being Sorry our best selves. Sorry that I just went on that. <laughs> so, you know, you're sitting down with your partner, you're, you're committing to this, that we have this agreement, you know, for these next, you know, 70 years of our relationship, 20 years of our relationship, 50 years of our relationship that developing as individuals, as a couple, as a family is a priority, right? So that's like the big, that's the umbrella. And then underneath that umbrella is like, okay, then now we got to talk about like Tara just did, what are what are the individual things each of us want to work on? You know, what are the things that we want to work on as a couple? Right. And if, if you are a family, you know, what do we want to work on as a family? Right. And then and so then you have this this overarching goal and then you have these, you know, kind of micro goals that then your partner knows. Because if I tell yeah. Tara, like, God, and this is definitely something I'm, I'm committed to this year is like I am working on my patience, you know, specifically in the morning around or around being late. And sometimes when I come home from work as well and putting kids to bed, mm-hmm. um, like I'm working on being patient. And then she can notice like if I'm not being patient and because I've told her that's my goal, she can be like, hey, what are you going to tell me to? 
Uh, I mean, in a kind, loving way, like, A, do you need any support? Or I can notice that it's kind of hyping up a little, you know, like I'm here to support you, really. I mean, it's your thing that you're working on, but I'm here to support you. I don't have to caretake you. I don't have to like, you know, get mad at you for getting frustrated. And I can't believe you're doing that. I thought you were, you were <laughs> saying that you're working on your patients. No, I, but I support you. Like, hey, it's happening. You know, it happened a couple of days ago. And I said, hey, sweetie, like, what do you need? Yeah. And also like then when she gives me that feedback, I got to know like, hey, I kind of, I kind of asked for it. And so bouncing back. So you, to a previous podcast, I think it was our last podcast around creating systems. Then you want to create some systems in your relationship that support these goals, right? Absolutely. Whether it's weekly check-ins, daily check-ins, how are we doing? Assessing if you're if you're finding all these obstacles to like you know, not meeting your intention for your individual stuff. Like what's going on? We support each other and say, how do we remove some of these obstacles? What's going on? Oh, today was really stressful. Okay, like what can I do to like, let's go on a walk. Let's go outside. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think what's really useful about this part of it, for, for me at least, is the idea that, you know, if I'm kind of having a rough week and maybe I'm going to have a hard time hearing Tara's feedback in the middle of the week. But if we have like a Sunday cup of coffee where we've decided like every Sunday we're going to talk about these goals of how we're going to grow this week, yeah. th- then there's like, be consistent. There's, a, Sorry, yeah. there's a venue where I know like, hey, this is the time where I am going to accept feedback. You know, and it and it doesn't feel more like non sequitur, like oh, why is she criticizing me? No, like, we're holding each other accountable. Absolutely. So because we don't want this to be like a freaking diet, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm going to do this for like three weeks and I'm going to lose five pounds. Like it doesn't work. We know diets don't work. We go back and forth. We want this to be something that's like a forever shift, Absolutely. right? And so with that means you have to consistently talk about it because the one thing we do know from some books we have read, the work we've done with couples is that when we at an individual level feel good about ourselves, feel empowered, it significantly increases healthy intimacy and feelings of empowerment in our relationship. And the for me, the only way to get to that place at an individual level is doing things that make me feel good. Where I don't feel shameful, where I don't feel like I'm being a bad person. Yeah, that's great. And when I get stuck in my like little like, I'm just going to be on my phone and numb out and I don't want to deal with the kids today. That's not who I want to be. Yeah. But I get stressed and stress kind of creates this other narrative for me and I'm done with it. I'm tired of stress creating this narrative because it's a narrative that doesn't feel good to be in anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's a question that we we get very often at the very beginning of the program we work with couples and that's like well what you know how how successful are you guys or like can do you think our we as a couple can really get better and and the response that, that we we give them frequently is like you know what if both of you are committed to looking at yourself mm-hmm. to your individual growth if you're committed to supporting each other in growing and if you're committed to each other, if those four things are yeah, present, absolutely. there is such a high likelihood that your relationship's going to get better, that your relationship with yourself is going to get better, that you're going to feel better. And the constant reminder is like our partner is 100% our greatest teacher. We have to be patient for the lessons, right? We have yeah. that in our waiting area. It's on a big chalkboard. Yeah. And that our partner gives us the gift of seeing our blind spots. Yeah. And if we're willing to look at them, 
holy freedom. Yeah. I think that that is like both the most amazing thing about my relationship with you and also the most challenging thing about my relationship is like that you definitely over the years have seen things that I'm not seeing about myself. And and then there's my relationship with being able to one, hear you and and being able to take it because there's like you know like judgment is something that over the years I've I've struggled with right and there's been times where Tara's been like you're judging me I can tell and and I just literally do not see it like it just there's a fog between me and that or or mm. yeah yeah it's, I'm disconnected from it mm-hmm. but then God knows how long it took me to hear it but then at the point where About I finally five years. yeah when I finally <laughs> when I when I finally heard it. I mean, it. I feel like one, it was a game changer in our relationship, but it's also something that like on a daily basis, I'm like super aware of like, God, what are all the ways that, that not just I judge Tara, but tons of other people and ultimately myself, you know, and that's just a blind spot. If, if she didn't help me with that, I would have missed it, you yeah. know, so. And, and, and I want everyone to hear this too, because what we're talking about is not easy we are creatures of habit, of complacency, of like, eh, it is what it is. This is not easy work. You know, me choosing to do these things this year, and I don't even want to call them resolutions, just intentions. Like, I have to be very vigilant and like, okay, like I got stuck, right? Like I haven't felt good the past six months. I just have not been my best self at all started feeling some more anxiety, a little more sadness, less motivation. Like I have to be like, I have to fight this urge to just go into my daily, weekly habits. Say, I can't do this. And instead of feeling like, oh God, I can't do what I used to do. That just makes me feel comfortable. I'm being really curious. Like, what's it going to be like for me to go home on a Friday night, go take like a long walk with my family and play Scrabble with EJ and not the phone Scrabble, (laughs) right? But so many of us have gotten plugged into our screens, like with everything going on. And it's just like, instead of thinking I'm without, I am kind of going into this new narrative of like, wow, what is this going to be like? Because that is what's going to make your brain kind of uh, attached to it. Because if our brain attaches to like, oh, that means I can't do this and I can't do this and I have to eat healthy and I have to like, no, that's not how our brain works. So again, going into it with a very healthy curiosity of like, what would it be like if I showed up for myself in a really awesome way every day? Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to be Tara, the the guy who's there to to help you do those things and to support you in growing, but also, and ditto. Yeah, and ditto. yeah, but also love you for where you are right now. And I know you do. Yeah. And I feel that. So thank you. Thank you, but Well, thanks um, for listening, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's always great to speak with you on our, on our newly titled Relationship Renovation, Relationship Renovation podcast. And so please uh, reach out to us. We always want to hear back from you. Please on Facebook. We are at He Said, She Said Counseling. On Instagram, we are at He Said, She Said Couples. Um, our website, www.hesaidshesaidcounseling.com. 
and email us uh, info at he said she said counseling.com. That's a lot of he said she said. There's a lot of comms and ats in there. Well, thanks everyone. Hope everyone is safe and healthy and encouraging you to just start that conversation. How can we be our best selves for each other? Yeah, absolutely. Have a great day and, and uh, thank you all. Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.